0: Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a
1: million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow.
0: Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/specialoffer. All lowercase. That's Shopify.com/specialoffer. You're listening to the Credit Podcast.
1: Everyone and welcome to the cricket podcast, where we're going to be talking about the great Jimmy Neesham smackdown as as England choked big style to go out of the T Twenty World Cup in the semi-finals. The Kiwis—they've made another final. Are they the best team ever? We'll be asking that and a bunch more stuff. I'm Jack Hope, and I'm joined for this evening by Ross Lake. Ross Leick. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's all right, I'm, uh, I'm sporting the Jimmy Neesham Tash, so uh, I'm, I'm, I win on both counts, really. Um, I'm, I'm all right, I'm a little bit disappointed, but um, it was a pretty abject performance from England, so uh, I'm looking forward to kind of eviscerating it from perfectly honest.
1: Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, the other the, the other positive, Ross, uh, is that we literally said, this is how New Zealand could win the match on, <laughs> on our show on
0: Monday night. <laughs> and
1: and uh, so uh, at least at least we're at least partly right. It's at least yeah, bit, bit partly indication. a good thing for us. Yeah. And there'll be a bunch of people who sort of hate watching us right now for for um, tears. <laughs> um, but- look, a, a ditcher in the chat already. Ross leg leg emoji said so Jimmy Nisha is overrated. Oh, Ross leg. That's what it is. Yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ross leg emoji. Uh, what are the messages for our listeners, for our viewers, et cetera?
0: Uh, We're sponsored by Woodstock Cricket. You'd code TCP25 for 25% off. Um, If you're watching this video, like it, uh, subscribe to our channel um, because one, you can bathe the glory of England losing. um, And then two, um, you'll see our content tomorrow when uh, Pakistan... be Australia, so um, that'd be great. Um, you should also f- follow us at the Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram, um, and follow us on Patreon, uh, where you can get all the IPL data, which is uh, continuously improved by um, Max and the data team that sit behind <laughs> TCP um, And uh, you can enjoy all of that and be a budding analyst like our um, good uh, good friend Dan Weston.
1: Well, he's he's like a bit more than a budding analyst, isn't he? He's like a celebrity analyst.
0: Yeah, the best way you're budding to be, aren't you? You're budding to be Dan Weston.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, flower uh, into yeah. the great man. He'll be on tomorrow, won't he, Dan?
0: He will be. Yep, Dan and I will be on the show tomorrow. Um, I will try and get Max to uh, up, do some graphics because my name again is Ross Legg and it is Max R. Brown on the <laughs> back. You know, that's that's just uh, poor poor, poor, uh, poor quality right now.
1: Uh, yeah, right. Um, Ross, let's talk about this cricket match. Uh, do you want to do a really brief summary uh, in case yeah, yeah. anybody's like just tuning into this instead of, instead of watching the last three hours
0: yeah yeah well uh the toss happened uh new zealand won it and unsurprisingly they chose to chase it, and then the game was over yes oh no, yeah. no, no there's more there's, yeah. more, there's, more, so, there's more that happens there's more No, happen. let's do
1: 25 minutes on the toss yeah. Let's <laughs> just a deep dive on why it's unfair that england are out because of the toss um, uh
0: no go on no, i i generally thought um the approach was uh I thought New Zealand got it right. The ball was moving around more than um, it did, but that happened for both teams. Um, I thought England um, kind of got a little bit overwhelmed at the, at the the enormity of the task, actually. And I think um, New Zealand did really well to kind of stifle... Um, there were some interesting innings. I think bad innings might be a bit too far, but there's some interesting in- innings from England. And they just wasn't that intent to hit the ball for six. Um, we only hit, I think, three or four sixes in the whole innings. Um, didn't find the boundary enough. And I, st- I still think one six six was an okay target that we set. Um, however, it looked like a good batting pitch. Um, and the New Zealand lineup, uh, they're kind of geared for that kind of 150, 160 range. Um and yeah kind of told right they they didn't england it kind of ebbed and flowed um, up until the point where um, devin conway started getting going um but Daryl mitchell just kind of a little hermit like a little hermit in his shell kind of just continuing through the innings just like bobbing along and um when devin conway got out i think every england fan was like this is our game here we're kind of we're in the mixer um however what they would have forgotten is that chris jordan isn't actually that good of a death bowler um I didn't forget the- that yeah. <laughs> and uh, the, the wheels on the uh, Chris Jordan clown car for the death over death over drive that he had to go and do um, well and truly fell off. I think he went for probably about this 57 It is was... over. It was 22
1: last time I counted, um, <laughs> but I'm actually not very good. I've only got, you know, t- 10 fingers, 10 toes. Once it goes above 20, a lot. It was a lot of runs. Yeah.
0: At that yeah, point of the it game,
1: was... it went from, I reckon, an 80% chance of an England win to... At least 50-50.
0: Yeah, well, it just, I, I just couldn't understand how it all just... Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong in that over. Um, and then, yeah, England just got their bowling strategy wrong today. They got their strategy actually wrong today. And we can get into that in a minute. Um, but take nothing away. Jimmy Neesham's hitting at the end was supreme. Um, Daryl Mitchell evolved from his crab and if you use another pokemon reference i don't know what a crab pokemon is but uh crabby uh, yeah Krab- he went from Krabby a Krabby to a kingler <laughs> that's where he went from that is daryl mitchell in a nutshell uh, or a crab shell um and he exploded <laughs> um and yeah fair play the um uh, it was a brilliant performance in the end from new zealand they stuck to their plan and yeah completely outplayed england um in almost every department
1: well i think that's the the first thing i'd say i i think england um uh, no, I think New Zealand deserved to win this. I think New Zealand bowled better than England did. I think they batted better than England did. And I think they fielded better than England did. or maybe not fielded better. There was a couple of those drop catch, wasn't there? Uh, let's call the fielding a draw. But I, I do think in the two main the main two main facets of the game, uh New, New Zealand outperformed England. Yeah. Uh, they put a lot of pressure on on, on the England openers. Um but Berstow, you know, 13 or 17, never really gets going. Butler who's been pretty dominant in this tournament, 29 of 24 uh, to these out LBW-ish to Sodi, uh, never really got going either. And I, I think they struggled with the amount of movement that New Zealand got on the ball. I mean, Bairstow, we know that he's not the greatest player of swing bowling in, in the world from his uh, his test career. Normally he gets away with that in white ball cricket because the ball doesn't swing. It yeah. did today and he didn't really know what to do. Um, <laughs> interestingly, that, David Milan played a decent knock, I thought, to, to sort of drag it back for England. Uh, but, but they were always behind the eight ball. I mean, across, across for the last, what, 10 overs, they needed to... I, I, I can't remember. They, they, they did, did score pretty quickly over the last 10 overs. Mm-hmm. I haven't got the precise figure in front of me. Uh, but they, they put up something like 90 runs, I think, in that time, 95 runs, um, to get themselves to a good score. But because of the, the sort of start that um, the Kiwis had had, it, it, it only got them to, I, I think, marginally ahead. Um, on on on, on or, or or marginally above par, and for that England batting side, that's if you can keep them below, uh, you know, par for everyone else, that's pretty good because then you get to face England's bowlers and uh, and they're a feast. Um, yeah, I, th- I
0: thought it was, I thought it was a, a real uh, like the fact that they got what 166, um, which regardless <laughs> if it's par or not, they had they had six wickets left. They could have gone for it more. That, that was the issue for me. Like, if you are going to go down, go down swinging hard. And I just um, they, they left back they left boundaries out there. Um, I don't like we watched um, I, I don't like it with the commentators are just oh, they're running good singles and turning ones into twos kind of thing. But England didn't actually do the basics. I thought the basics we got wrong today. Um, but we normally start at the top, Jack. So should we should we, should we start with the with England's batting? Um, uh yeah, uh,
1: we can. I, I just want to read this out from the super chat. Well, before we do, Arian has pointed out twice to us that one hundred sixty seven is the highest total ever chased down in Abu Dhabi. That must be just in international cricket, um, I think. So it's probably a reasonably small sample size. But that does give you an indication of how well New Zealand had to do with the bat to to get up to the score, even if I think that actually was a slightly friendlier batting surface than uh, we we might have seen um, at other occasions. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So we'll do the first innings. We'll do the first innings. What stood out to you? I'll throw that over to you first.
0: Um, I thought that um, from my point of view, David Milan looked class. I literally really like watching. Yeah, you back. I just, like the, the, the cover drive. I just wish I had that. That just <laughs> the left hand was cover drive. It's just such a supreme thing to watch. Um, but it was just I found it a little bit stop start. They almost like didn't really know what to do, right? I think they ha- they opened up well, as you kind of said. Um, I think. England, after losing Jason Roy, um, may well have taken actually forty for one after the end of the power play. If you were to kind of say right, where where, we, where should we be at? Um, but we just didn't really capitalise on that position. And when you've when you've made the selection choice of bringing in another batsman instead of a bowler, you have to go hell for leather. We just didn't do that, right? I didn't mind Bairstow opening up. I think Bairstow's is the, probably the right choice. Um, but if you're going to bring Sam Billings in. You've got to go for it um, and make sure that you've got it left. And I just just kind of think you would have been better off with the strategy they employed batting, bringing in the extra bowler like David Willey. But um, I think that
1: I don't is... know about that. So I, I disagree. I think they played the right eleven. I think they were just a bit slow to get going, uh, bearing in mind the resources they had. Um, hmm. I don't think uh, it's not like the honest, It's not like anyone really batted that badly here. But I don't think Mo and Ali's in, innings, for example, was a great innings today. Um, I think you know, so, so somewhat with the benefit of hindsight, obviously, because we've just seen what we've seen. Um, but it, it probably was easier to go hard on that pitch than than he made it look, particularly for his first twenty or so balls. And when he got going, he you know he did all right, and he managed to recover, uh, re- recover his strike rate up to to something sort of decent. Mm. Um, but I. I, I I think if you are going to add that extra batter to your lineup, if you're going to make the call that we're, we're, we're going to stick with the approach we've had for the tournament, then stick with the, pro- the approach you've had for the, t- the tournament. Don't yeah, be like, bad. well, let's, let's not, let's not take a risk here. Cause you know, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe they were concerned Sam Billings hadn't had a knock. Uh, maybe oh, well, they thought the pitch was way harder than it was. I mean, I heard Nasu saying said that he spoke with Livingston uh, at the halfway point and asked Livingston what he thought of the pitch and Livingston said it was too pace, not very good. I'm not sure Livingston made a great call on that, on that, on on the basis of what we've seen, to be honest. But yeah, I I don't know. It's, it's it's hard to go in too hard on the England batters. Uh, It wasn't their greatest day out ever. Uh, I think you're right. They probably should have gone harder earlier, but but I mean, it was
0: went at six and over mate. I know the ball was swinging. Yeah. but there is a bit that you, that you can't let to, Tim Southie is a budget James Anderson bowling in T20 and he's, he's come away from that game being just like I've I, I almost won the game for, for New Zealand and just, <laughs> I, I think
1: unbelievable that's, that's a bit harsh on, on Southie I think Southie's <laughs> got more white ball skills than Anderson but yeah I, I get your point you, Like You England will be disappointed that Tim Southie's walked away from that bowl, three
0: power playovers and, and finishes with
1: 25, uh, 24 for one
0: like they that bolt went round the park. They 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 took bolt apart. <laughs> bolt went at ten and over, as always against England. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I, it's um, no, I think that's that that's definitely an area that they that they missed out on. Um, yeah. I thought I thought most of the other places though, they they did they did okay. I mean, they scored reasonably well off Nisham. when when New Zealand interestingly brought brought Glenn Phillips into the attack, and I thought this was really odd. They bowled a wicketkeeper with thirty career overs. Um, To to, to Mo and Ali And to to David Milan Now I know I know they're both left-handed And I know Milan's like um, Not that well regarded As a player of spin But Glenn Phillips Is like a wicketkeeper
0: Yeah (laughs) it's literally it It just got over The advertising hoardings As well He busted his hand And they were just like Your turn to bowl mate it was just oh yeah thanks mate like he, he was lucky to go for 11 like it was important i, I saw you tweet kind of saying that this is when got kind of a match-ups are a bit just like you, you've got a bit too far here guys
1: yeah i think that's i, I think that that was odd but they, you know Eng, england took him t- t- took him down um Santner only bowling one over is weird i don't know what's going on there um but I th- yeah so, i, it, I th- the, the more i think about this i i think 166 as, as you sort of said in the intro it's okay it's, it's 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 slightly ever so slightly above par i think um england it's a score where you need to take wickets early if you're england because you're death bowling so bad and we'll get to that in a minute but it mm-hmm. gives you a real chance of winning this match doesn't it and and i, I don't know i i find it pretty hard to find someone that i should really nail
0: here ross well, i just i just think the, the intent goes there i think in, in these kind of games so if Dan Weston was on, he'd be talking around the sixth count, right? New Zealand won the sixth count in kind of in, in this game. Um, I know it's kind of a bit a bigger area, but actually there was there was a couple of instances. So Bearstow let a bouncer go past him, Momin Ali let a bouncer go past him. Both of those, every single time, pretty much the New Zealand guys were going after it. There's just small little things like that that kind of make a big difference in a game. Um, I think from a batting point of view, that ability to get it over the rope and find the boundary just was a little bit it just wasn't there but as you said 166 is not a bad total in this world cup is it when you're batting first so you made for a competitive game and unfortunately england probably would have got home if it wasn't for their the bowling strategy that they employed
1: yeah well i i do think that um i think 166 is like the almost the perfect score to be honest um it gave if you're if you want england to win it gives england a pretty good chance of winning but it doesn't Mean that the game is completely not worth watching. It's it's gonna it's gonna be able to, you know, to and throw back and forth as as we saw. Uh, Kiwi bowlers. We should we should spend some time on them. I mean, Tim Southey, twenty four for one
0: off well, bold, six.
1: Mate. He has bowled. That's pretty good. That's that's yeah, that's really good, good stuff. <laughs> it's like that's, that's
0: not just good. That is really good against his England lineup bowling in the power play. He put it in the right areas. Was moving the ball. Uh, Crickfish says it was the um, most it moved this tournament as well. So. They managed to do something that other teams hadn't,
1: um, and I, I was really impressed with Adam Milne as well. I mean, we've talked about Milne a few times uh, on this show. Um, sometimes we talked about his potential more than his actual performances. I think, and, and a couple of times we've been excited to see him. I think he got pumped, didn't he, for Mumbai Indians in one game? Uh, but he he uses variations really well. I thought today, and um, and and did a pretty good job of bottling England up, mainly in the sort of middle overs. I didn't. I I I was under the impression they thought they they'd use him at the end. But uh, he did the 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 role we call the plunket role in England hmm. um, pretty effectively. Uh, Thirty one for one off off four. You'd have to you have to hand it to him as well for for a pretty good performance. Um, so yeah, Kiwis did all right. England did all right. And then we get to the second innings, and it starts, doesn't it? This second innings. In fact, before it starts, uh, if you're watching on the live stream, and there are quite a few people watching, um, give us a like, click subscribe. We're on the road to ten k subscribers. <laughs> We want to spread the word. I've got a bad cold. Um, what would make me feel better is the warmth of the love of our—that's that's what we want. Our, our listening audience. <laughs> um, second innings, it gets off to a great start uh, for England. Got to, gone for four. Third ball of the innings, uh, caught Mo and Alley uh, at, at kind of mid on. Uh, it, was, it was a weird, a weird dismissal. Uh, Wokes picking up the wicket, uh, and then soon after that. Williamson picked up by Wokes as well, trying to scoop and getting caught at fine leg in in weird circumstances. Uh, at that point, England were rolling, weren't they?
0: Yeah, I thought the ball was moving around, they settled into the groove like Jordan was moving it like like this much. It was just so this this was great. Um, and then for some reason, and I'm still trying to figure out today to this moment, Adil Rashid came on for the sixth for the fifth over. I found it, I found it terribly weird that I I was just so why. In, in this situation where you just but we, you just throttled the top order, they're going to have to try and hit out in the middle overs, why don't you just try and get another over that goes for like four runs? I just didn't really understand that. And then Woods came on for the sixth over, right? And I just it was a little bit that's like, where was the logic there? Um, we, Moeen Ali even has been bowling through the power play the whole time. Conway's in, he's a left-hander. Yes, he's good against um, spin bowling. But again, Moeen has dealt with that pressure really well this tournament and has been probably one of England's standout bowlers and, again, wasn't used today.
1: Uh, Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? Um, Somebody put up the the stats in the chat a while ago. I think his economy across this tournament has been 5.5. It's really interesting that you'd opt against using a bowler who has been uh, so economical, but also quite threatening. I think he's picked up six or seven wickets across the the tournament. Um, Where would you have used him and who would you have used him instead? So, obviously, England, they only go with five bowlers. Um, which, which one of them got, got too many overs?
0: So I, I really don't like when Chris Wokes bowls outside of the power play. I just don't think he's got... I just, I, his, his main asset is swinging the ball. The white ball, yeah. especially in the UAE, is not going to swing in the 16th over. All it's going to do is make the batsman <laughs> swing harder, smash it to the boundary, as we saw. Yeah. The bat um, will swing. Um... <laughs> yeah, the ball, yeah, the bat will swing. Um, yeah, so I, I think I would have just bowled him. Even if he comes away with bowling one over, like one over that goes for five... Is especially that fifth fifth over in the power play is is gold dust in in this game, right? Um, so I think I would have bowled him there. I think Rashid in general was pretty poor today. Like Liam Livingston was a far better bowler than he, than Rashid was today, and Rashid's a senior bowler. Um, so I think it would have been kind of just adapting to that. I think in terms of how they would have approached it, bowling to Conway is, is a challenge regardless of what bowler you are. Um, but give it to I would have bowled now there. I think.
1: Yeah, I think, I, think that is a, I think that is a missed opportunity. Um, uh, Conway's a weird one because uh, he, he actually has better stats when the ball's spinning away from him. So I think that's why they didn't want to do it. But sometimes it, it just gives you a little bit more tactical flexibility if you can get one or two overs out of somebody like Moe uh, when, it comes to, when it comes to the crunch. Uh, maybe it means you can move an over of Mark Wood to the death instead of instead of Chris Wokes, which is probably a better option. Although I don't think either are great death bowlers, to be honest. Um, but it's yeah it, yeah it was it was a little bit inflexible. Uh, there was a big thing today. I don't know if you saw it, Ross, about how England use a supercomputer to decide.
0: Um, <laughs> I see, too, too. Yeah, I did see the article. <laughs> like, They've got a new shiny computer.
1: <laughs> uh, they use a supercomputer to decide who will bowl, and that's what that's what the numbers are um, that, that are being flashed up by. Uh, What's his name? Numbers Levin. Nathan eleven. 11. 11. 11. Um, it backfired, didn't it? I think across yep. across the sinnings. So, uh, if you know, if we're going to analyse Morgan's choices today. Uh, Chris Wokes up front, three overs in the power play. That's that's as no brainer as bowling Deepak Chahar for three overs in the power play. You know that's. <laughs> but then you, you're right. He should stop, or he should bowl like the ninth over, or the tenth over, or something like that, and even, get him out. Even, of the even if you
0: wanted, yeah. Even if you wanted to bowl him four at the start, like like club cricket, just be like, no, nope, yes. he's here to open the bowling. <laughs> he's going to open the bowling. Like just do yeah. that. You don't have to do the four. They're
1: going to have an energy drink. Um,
0: <laughs> you see, you put yeah. your feet up.
1: We saw uh, Jordan in the power play. He bowled pretty well, actually, up front, yeah, um, he did. didn't he? Was it two overs to eight or two overs to ten? Something like that. It, was, it started pretty well for, mm. for um, Jordan. And then we saw a, a combination of Rashid Wood and Livingston to get through the middle spell. I think Livingston bowl four on the bounce or, or nearly four on the bounce. Mm. Um, which, do you, why do you think the supercomputer was telling Morgan to do this? Because... <laughs>
0: I think, I think it's what you said, right? So Devin Conway, good against the ball, spinning away from him. Daryl Mitchell, like Daryl Mitchell looked all at sea against some of the spin bowling. There was an over Livingston where he couldn't even get close to it. Um, and the and Crabby ends up ends up as Kingler on uh, with a strike rate of 153. And he, it didn't look like he was going anywhere. Um, but I thought the rebuild job that him and Conway did was, was good. Um, but I just thought England were all over him for a long time. And it was just... Yeah, just I didn't let them off the leash. Um, I didn't mind how Markwood was bowling. I thought there was they just weren't supported amply in the field, I didn't think. I think the basics that England were doing today, there was some overthrows off of kind of some poor throwing. There's poor throwing from the boundary. Um There's a bit where you, when we play cricket for I Don't Like Cricket Club, there's a bit where you have to explain to the people who don't play that often to be like one or two yards in from the boundary sometimes just to give yourself a chance of cutting off. I know they're trying to cut off the boundary here, but some of the bowling they were doing, it just wasn't going to go that way. And they just had the twos, had the threes, had the twos, had the threes. And it just ended up counting against them in the end. So I think we could have done a little bit more.
1: Maybe. Um, Maybe. I think, yeah, I think you're right. New Zealand did rebuild really well. Uh, Mitchell well, I don't know if Mitchell Did rebuild really well um, Conway rebuilt Rebuilt really well Well Mitchell was sort of Doing his thing his, his not so good thing And everyone was wondering Why is this bloke Opening the batting for... It was a
0: really shit innings It was a really <laughs> shit innings That he got off the hook for that was, a, that was a game Losing innings That he somehow Managed to wrestle Into the good column It's really annoying
1: Well should we talk about that How that happened then Yeah
0: j- Well Revisit revisit, Philly, yeah,
1: the... revisit your trauma
0: yeah, well, Glenn Phillips gets out, doesn't he? Because um, like Glenn Phillips could do everything—bat, wicket key. Well, Conway. Get, who
1: got Conway out? He was out. Uh,
0: Liv- Livingston.
1: Livingston yeah, so Livingston kept... bowled so well. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I do. I do understand. Like Living um, Conway was always—he was coming down the track trying to hit him inside out that um, David Malan was doing, and just yeah, did it to the wrong ball for Livingstone. Um, and then the mustachioed uh, Jimmy Neesham comes to the crease, um, and for some reason. We decide. Oh, what, what? Like Jimmy Nisha is a, is a, is is an intent machine, I suppose, is what we'd be called at. Um, he's good against medium pace. He likes to hit it for six. Um, anything kind of short, well, just back of a length or short, he's going to take on. Jordan decided to feed the beast. Oh, and anything full up, he just swings swings his arms and goes through the ball. Um, and Chris Jordan, like, I can't remember seeing like a, an England bowler like fall to bits like that. In in kind of in the in the yeah. last kind of in, the, in the last few months, where England have kind of been on an upward curve, there's not been anyone who's really like completely fallen to bits. And Jordan did in a, know, big a, way few here. Them,
1: a few of them have had their moments. Um, End of the sixteenth over. This has been Livingston bowls out. New Zealand are 110 for four. Uh, they need 14.3 and over. Now, to me, that should be a little bit beyond Jimmy Neesham, unless you do something heinous. Uh, and I. I and he did, didn't he? I mean, there's no other way around it. Um, I, I said that I just want to point out um to people who aren't in the WhatsApp group that at seven minutes past five, I said Chris Jordan's gonna fall apart here and he's gonna make everyone sad. And this is and he did he did six, two leg buyers one wide for one wide, and then this after the second wide, I don't know if you saw Josh Butler rolled his eyes, it was like, here we go again, throwing the ball back around the field. Uh, then he goes for another six, and that's the bear Stowe drop, uh, a two and a single uh the over cost is of, it a
0: besto drop is that what really like it was a pretty good effort we'll talk about
1: it because this is the pivotal mo- over we'll talk about it 23 uh it goes for so that's that's what it was
0: um what did he do wrong uh i just don't he didn't really bowl to a plan did he at all really like it was it was that bit where i think you have you had everyone talking to him everyone was all over and morgan was kind of there just going you gotta do this gotta do this gotta do this like chris jordan has bowled in this situation a hundred times for england um, it's not always gone well. I mean, his average in the death overs is above what eleven point five. I think last time we checked. Um, but normally he can at least keep it together to go for eleven and over. Um, here, That's all he uh, needed to
1: do. You know, eleven in, and over yeah. is a good over in those circumstances. So really, if he'd gone for if he'd gone for fifteen, you'd be like not great. But somebody, all we need is somebody else to not
0: go for fifteen. And. Yeah it was, it was a bit, I wasn't I wasn't really sure what he was trying to do because everything else had worked we're England and it worked for New Zealand right they were just short of a length trying to do it nothing kind of in the slot because people can just swing their arms and they'll, they'll go for it here he kind of didn't do either I think he nailed one yorker and that went for a dot uh, went for one at the um the last ball of the over um but it was almost like he was he had a bag of things to choose from and he kept on he kept on picking the wrong thing out um yeah, I think it just comes down to a, a poor bit of execution for him, unfortunately. Yeah, it
1: was like he was on the golf tee, and this caddy asked, "What club do you want?" He was like, "Putter." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not, not a great shot. Then the next hole, same thing. Go with the putter again, please. <laughs> and then right at the end, he's like, "I'll get the driver out." Bangs one, two hundred fifty yards. I, d- yeah. I didn't get this. I mean, like um, Chris Jordan has made it into the England squad because he can bowl a decent <laughs> Yorker. Now, bowling Yorkers is slightly out of vogue in international cricket at the moment. Uh, the data suggests that your, your margin for error is pretty limited. Uh, the data is probably true. It probably is pretty limited. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you, if you have made your career out of being able to bowl a good Yorker, you've got to back yourself to bowl three good Yorkers out of six. You know, like you have to, that has to be the thing you do. I don't think the semi-final of the World Cup or a World Cup full stop is where you decide, oh, now I'm a back of the length, hit the deck bowler.
0: Yeah, I'm going um. to bowl some slower balls at the back of my hand. That's what, I think that's what Just Butler's like, for fuck's sake. Like, it's just like, just bowl, you bowl. You, you, all you do in nets is practice Yorkers. And here, yeah, you've gone got off-piste, mate. You've gone off-piste.
1: Well, this is, yeah, this is the point, isn't it? I mean, like, you, you have to, I think, if you're Chris Jordan, live or die based on the skill that, that got you to where you are in your career at that, that point in time. Like, I know yeah. people will be like, the game's evolved, blah, 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 blah. But Chris Jordan has never been a 94-mile-an-hour bowler or a 90-mile-an-hour bowler that can slam it in back of the length and get it to go past the batter's chest. He's never been somebody with loads of slow balls. What he has been is a guy who can bowl a Yorker and a wide Yorker. And I think, you know, firing in six of them against Nisham, he'll probably hit a boundary or two. But he's also like... Jimmy Nisham's a reasonably limited batter. He's not...
0: He's a good hitter. That's it. You just yeah. don't feed the hit, right?
1: Just don't feed the hit. <laughs> this is it. You've got to try and get it out of the arc. Ages ago, we had uh, Chris Nash on. Um, I think it was after the fifth um, T20 against uh, against India. And um, it, England went around the park there. I'm sure Jordan got hit there. And, um, and Chris Nash said that he'd done a little bit of coaching. And, and in games like that where wickets don't really matter, the thing you have to avoid is bowling in the arc of the swing you have to you have to bowl in an area that will go for runs but is quite hard to hit for six Mm -hmm. Uh, and England once they've got the rate up to 14 and over that should have been the tactic they should have been got to keep the ball out of this guy's reach if we if we concede the odd wide because we go a bit too wide of off stump or you know he edges one down to third man and it goes away for four fine that's the that's the risk we're going to take but we can't put it in the wheelhouse uh, and instead but, they were just like now nah, wheelhouse, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: this is also the bit. I just didn't get why they bowled Jordan in that over as well. This was this was the piece of me. Like they had, but they could have squeezed it a little bit more. If another two overs goes past, right, and they bowl mowing Ali in that in that over, and they bowl Rashid in that over. Um they go, right, go on, you try and hit it. You put pace on here. If you if we think it's a two pace deck, we'll put our spinners on, or we'll make you come and hit it, and you can take the risk, Nisham. And they didn't do that. They fed fed this guy's strength, and unfortunately, it just it cost England big time. Put all the pressure onto the back end of the death death overs, and yeah, old uh, Krabby could come out of his shell, couldn't he? So, well, yeah.
1: From there, New Zealand still needed eleven point three and over for for three overs. So England, you know, eleven point three and over. How often did the teams chase that with six wickets in hand? Sixty percent of the time, fifty percent of the time. It's still a lot. You still have to hit some runs here. Um, they throw the ball to Adil Rashid and we talked about this earlier in the tournament as well using Adil Rashid in weird, at weird times I th- this to me smacks a supercomputer like not really you know a supercomputer and user error yeah to, you, put, to, sh- the, you put
0: shit into a system you're still <laughs> going to get shit out it doesn't just go It's a magic answer we
1: talked about we talked about this and, and if you look at Adil Rashid's whole history of a, a, being a bowler he actually has an okay record at the death but that's largely because he's been playing for, for Yorkshire uh, in in the T20 Blast against people who don't play leg spin that well, you know England are not renowned as a nation of people who who produce great hitters of spin, uh, particularly not in like Division Two of the County Blast or or whatever. Um, I don't think it has divisions, does it? But in the you know in the Blast, so you can probably get away with it there. It's just not comparable on a decent wicket in 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 uh, in, in different conditions against an international standard batter. Mm -hmm. um to to expect that you can lob the ball to somebody and get the same output uh we've seen it go wrong quite a few times in the last year uh was it stark that took him down in the in the odi way back at the end of last summer um we see we saw him get hit around earlier in this tournament and there's another occasion i can't remember off the top of my head but we saw him it's only like a week ago (laughs) he got he got plastered bowling yeah the 19th over um Weird decision, wasn't it? Uh, and a bit of a hide into nothing. I mean, Adil Rashid's a good bowler, but you you're throwing in the ball when the other team know that, that all they have to do is hit sixes. The ball isn't; it's not really a pitch made for spin. It was quite true, it, or it didn't grip that much. It may well be true.
0: That's why, and that's why I thought the flatter trajectory of Moe and Ali could have worked in their favour a little bit. You saw Liam Livingston. Liam Livingston pushed it through a little bit and was bowling out the front of his hand, and it was getting it, to, yeah, getting it just to kick off. Um, well, or, that's or like that's everybody
1: in the IPL. Bowling yeah. just back of a length, not not pushing it up there. Adol Rashid's actually quite a slow bowler for him to be effective, but he has to give it a bit more loop and and put it in well, put it in the batter's half or the batter, the, the batter's area, if you like. And if if you if you know if you boil a game down to you've got six guys to try and hit two sixes and over, well, it's they're gonna hit some sixes, aren't they? It's 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 sort of inevitable. He hasn't got another weapon.
0: Yeah. I just, I just think we we had the opportunity to go in for the kill early on when we got, we took the couple of quick wickets early on, and I just think we took the took the foot off the throat, so to speak.
1: Well, they did, and they lost uh, after after Rashid's over, They they finished actually. They they got Nisham out, didn't they? At the end of that over, um, Owen Morgan managed to sort of catch it between his wrists. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you think that gave England any hope? It, it meant they needed twenty off two overs.
0: Yeah, but then they, then they had to bowl. Chris Wokes, right, and uh, look, Chris Wokes is is a he's a brilliant, brilliant cricketer, um, but he's not a death, he's not a T twenty death bowler, um, but who do who does England have on the bench, right? Like thinking of who could have come into that side, we kind of talked about Sam Billings. Sam Billings' has got a TFC today. I think he took a catch, didn't bat. Um, if David Willey's in there, David Willie's not a death over death overs bowler. He opens up. Chris Jordan isn't the best death over as well. Um, Tamar Mills and Jofra Archer are our two finishers and our two finishers are out injured. So, um, and for those for those Delhi fans who uh, can definitely prove that Tom Curran isn't the um, answer to death bowling. So England's resources in there are relatively limited, and they've kind of had to use what they've what they've got. Uh, yeah,
1: well, I, I think that's. for that that and this is when the the chickens come home to roost. We did speculate, didn't we, that losing Roy and losing. <laughs> uh mills could be a problem for England England have a terrible power play with the bat well not terrible power play but by their standards not they they'd want to be 50 and what were they on 40 at the end of the power play.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah there's there's no way Tim Southie comes out of that with with it because just Roy just doesn't care he'll rock down the pitch to Southie and try and smash him um if he gets out he gets out right but it would have put yeah. a more pressure on him should have yeah. people are putting Topley in the in the chat Reese Topley is not the answer in this I don't think guys
1: uh I I probably wouldn't have gone with Topley either um and then uh, mills not being available basically means that, that wokes and jordan have to bowl three of the four power uh, death overs and, and normally mills would bowl two of these i think it makes a pretty big difference um, you know you still have to squeeze in two overs of jordan or jordan and wokes the the way england lined up for this tournament at the at the beginning of at the beginning of proceedings a couple of weeks ago um, but having 12 balls of timeout mills at the death I don't think you can really overstate how important that is. Somebody who reliably can hit a back of a length area has some actual variation deliveries that... that up, up there, his trade, right? He's not... Chris, Chris mm. Wokes is a Test Match bowler. That's what Chris Wokes is. You know, that's that's what his priority is in, in, in cricket. It's, it's being a good Test Match bowler, really um there's some skills that transfer across quite nicely like the fact that he can swing the ball and that means he's got a use in white ball cricket but but that's his 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 core strength is, is being a swing bowler jordan he's a, a kind of subpar yorker merchant um who who can could do a,
0: decided not to bowl a yorker
1: <laughs> who can kind of do a job but you don't you don't want to make him the main guy you know if he's if he's if he's a variation across your last four overs Fine, you could probably get away with that to unsettle people. Uh, you know, you've got at one end Mills banging it in, and at the other end, Jordan pushing it up. Maybe that gets back batters heads or whatever. Yeah. I think I think they would they were just left very light and very one-dimensional. I I had a look while you you were you were talking there at at Nisham's um stats, his death-hitting stats, uh, against right arm medium, which is what these two are, strikes at 168. Uh, and that's that's that you're leaving yourself pretty open to to being to being hit around left arm fast if you're interested mills who we could have had 111 and averages 6.3 it's a very small sample size but um but yeah uh off breaks at the death i don't know who's been bowling off breaks at the death to jimmy nishan but there's, there's some people who have uh strikes at 105 so i think the, the, really? super, computer- oh,
0: Ali. <laughs> yeah, the super computer the super computer is shit <laughs> That's what they've, they've, got, they've, got, they've not done their macros right in Excel. Um, yeah, well, I think look, we, we've talked about England's bad bad batty, about batting, bad bowling. Um, but yeah, fair play to Jimmy Neesham, um, did exactly what was right. And we talk about these kind of innings all the time when we're following the IPL, right? Hitting 30 off of 10 balls, and 20 off of 10 balls is unbelievably effective. Um, and it just, I know that momentum kind of one of those things that people argue about whether it makes a difference or not. I think it makes a huge difference. It wasn't it really momentum. He won chamber. the
1: game. It's not, it's not, yeah. <laughs> he didn't come yeah. in and they it's had it's no momentum and then he left and they were like, well, we're, we're riding away to victory now. He got most of the runs. The reason <laughs> <I know>. that, <laughs> like,
0: I know that, that's, that's not about. momentum. <laughs> hey, Daryl Mitchell he saw what was possible at the other end, and literally that confidence and that momentum that he has taken. They still—you even said it yourself—like when Nisham got out, there was still a job to do. There was they, a job they, to do,
1: but the job—the job was was more doable than before Nisham came in to do the job. All right, you know, yeah. Nisham's the man of the match here for that innings.
0: Yeah, I think be, absolutely, yeah. he should, should be should be. Like, there's no. What do they do? has
1: many sixes as England in seven balls or something <laughs> like that in in eleven deliveries. Um, that's great batting yeah uh, it was
0: yeah, great innings really great innings
1: yeah I'm in England yeah yeah uh, on a scale of 1 to 10 Ross how big of a choke was it uh,
0: probably um, probably an 8 I reckon it's an 8 yeah you're right scale. up yeah. on the South Africa levels I think I, I mean the South Africa one is 10 out of 10 but I mean I don't know, that that was, an eight. that was in the bag well, which and, South you know, Africa
1: uh, one because there's quite a few South Africa why don't we talk about South Africa's chokes instead
0: to make us <laughs> um, <laughs> much more enjoyable podcast Ross yeah um, no but I think um it was in the bag until that over. And I think um, whether it was the supercomputer or Morgan getting it wrong, like doesn't make make a difference, right? It's too, too late now. Um it's really disappointing. I thought they were pretty good this World Cup. Um they have had a few injuries. Um, yes, they didn't win the toss and all that kind of stuff, but I don't think there's any excuse today. They got beaten by the better team, who had a better strategy today to win this game. And England was a um, unfortunately a little bit confused. Uh yeah. Yeah, it was pretty confused, wasn't it?
1: Uh, anything else that you want to talk about from this match before we do questions?
0: Um, um, give
1: us a super chat as well or, or like us, you know, do all the things on, on Facebook. And if you're on Spotify or iTunes, hit subscribe, leave us a review. We read some out on the last show. Uh,
0: yeah, carry on. Um, now, I just think um, New Zealand have got a good ch- I think New Zealand, we, we're going into this game, we said had got a game plan, have built their team around it. I think their bowlers did what exactly what their bowling wanted, their line wanted to do today. Um I think both teams had good bits of fielding. Both teams had bad bits of fielding. Um, but I think in the final, New Zealand are to, to, be, to be reckoned with, right? Some, somehow, again, this was a small nation is, is in an, is another final. It's unbelievable. They've had an absolute purple patch when it comes to international cricket. Um, and, I mean, I really, 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 really hope that they play Pakistan. I just uh, Tomorrow, I'll be, uh, it's going to be awful seeing New Zealand versus Australia if that happens
1: uh yeah we all we we can't have that can we um yeah 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 um we had a few questions in along this like these lines i'm not going to attribute it unfortunately but uh i I will ask anyway and we can we can debate this really quickly um Mm -hmm. new zealand obviously this is this is they're making another final they made the final of the odi they won the world test championship how great are this team are they the best all format team
0: uh, With well, well, the best all-format team, but yeah, definitely at the moment. <laughs> There's no other way to do it, right? Sure, surely, <laughs> it's, 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 it's not aesthetics you're kind of playing on. It's results, right? It's a results-driven game. Um, Kane Williamson is yes. Is, is he lucky to have some of the players he does have at his, his disposal? Yes. Player for player, though, you're, you're taking if you if you compare the batting lineup uh, or the the eleven from England, the eleven from Pakistan, the eleven from whoever else oh, and New Zealand you compare them actually player for player you're taking the other teams right you're, you're gonna you're gonna take well you're not you're definitely not taking Virat Kohli King Williamson um but you know what I mean you're, you're taking these guys you're not picking Daryl Mitchell over Josh Butler right wow. you're, not ta- you're not taking um Tim Southie kind of over Jasper Bumrah. um but they seem to manage. Came Williamson Seems to mould this side, and Gary Stead moulds this side into something that is greater than the sum of its parts. And it's a monumental achievement, I think. Um, what I'd say
1: for 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 all, across pretty much all formats, um, but maybe the exception of Test cricket, where they actually are genuinely top dogs. I think they've they've got okay, such, yeah, a, suppose, yeah. such a such a you know. I mean, have they have they got a top six or seven that all average over forty? Uh, I was comparing
0: T20 cricket, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I but, exactly but I mean. think
1: I think in Test cricket, they they over the last cycle uh, were up there with India as the best team, and they beat India in the final. And generally speaking, in Test matches, the best team wins like more often than in a, in, a, in a T20. So I'd say best Test team. That series in India is going to be really interesting to see what what happens. I imagine India will win two nil because that's what happens in India. Uh, I don't think that I actually don't think it really tells us that much about who's the best team, um, but you know uh that's that's a debate for another time (laughs) um in i I think in odis and t20 cricket though you're you're exactly right they they are more than some of their parts and I, i think the sort of reason for that is that they are able to cover each other's weaknesses so well and um they because they do that and because they actually don't really have a weak player or a weak bit of their game they're 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 able to like grind out consistent results. Now, did they play the most amazing cricket in this tournament? Uh, you know, probably not. They haven't had a win apart from or until today, sorry. I and mean, we just that today is a great win. Until in the group stage, they didn't have a win where you could really be like, wow, that was, you know, one of the all-time great performances. They rolled India because India batted like shit in the power play. Uh, they got beaten by Pakistan, they weren't great against Afghanistan. And they actually had some close games or close ish yeah. games with the uh, with the associate nations, but they don't. Because they have this, this really high base level of quality across the squad, like they, they, you bet. I mean, today was the worst we've ever seen them field, and they still fielded pretty well. Um, <laughs> because they have this great level base level of talent, they're always going to be competitive. And uh, I think you know, I don't I don't think they're better than England, and I don't think they're better than India in white ball cricket. But you'll see, they'll get results like this all the time against those teams because they don't have a, a weak player. And like you say, if you if we were going to draft an IPL side right now. Well, we're taking we're taking six England players probably before we go to to a Kiwi, but yeah. we're not taking any of the England bowlers. Like there, we're taking the top six England batters, then all the New Zealanders, and then then the England bowlers. Um, yeah. And and you see by by not having that glaring weakness like England have in the bowling department, and particularly the death bowling department. They're, they're able to remain competitive and, and we match like this. this
0: without a specialist wicketkeeper as well, right? They've literally got, they were just like, Oh, we need, we need potentially some matchup over some Glenn Phillips. He, he could keep Tim Seifert's not good enough of the bat. Um, Devon Conway, can you keep? Yeah, I'll give it a go because I want to. Be, I want to do more than just got kind of a field. Yeah. And then man- they've got to now to the final without a specialist wicketkeeper. fair, fair play. And um, Garish in the uh, chat, thanks for the super chat. Uh, talking about being great, greatest overachievers in sporting terms. Um, they do punch over their weight, but um, as everyone else is saying, they are not underachievers in this, and they are not underdogs. Right, they need to be considered favourites. Um, and Jackie, I think I think you're right. It just depends on how long. This lineup can kind of stay together, right? Well, they managed to bring in some new guys in the last few years. You know, mm-hmm. Phillips
1: and Conway have come not from nowhere. I'm sure if you followed New Zealand cricket, you'd have heard of them, but they are, and Milne,
0: cricket <laughs> yeah.
1: But the three, you know, they've brought Milne in,
0: um, Conway in, Phillips in. Well, look at they're, that. I mean, look at that. Look they're at pretty it. good players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, look at Milne's, Milne's story this World Cup. Not even in, like, just, like you're a reserve. And then now he's bowling an unbelievably good semi-final, semi-final um, uh, three stint over or four stint over. So, um, yeah, and it's, it's hard not to like him as well, which is the funniest bit. When they like, didn't we lost... take
1: the single, so we didn't even talk about that, did we? When Daryl Mitchell ran into Rashid, uh, Adel Rashid and was like, no, we're not going to take the single there. Yeah. Uh, so they,
0: they didn't need it, did they? they no, it's... <laughs>
1: But I don't think there's another team in the world, genuinely don't think there's another team in the world, that with seven, would, 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 with 18 balls to go, needing 10 and over, would just be like, no, we'll give you a dot there. Yeah. I, yeah. I Nobody does that. If you run into the non-striker and you're the bowler, it's just like, oh, bad luck. It's a run. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm, I'm, liking, I'm, I'm liking it in the chat. Um, Aditya has <laughs> put, India rules world cricket. World Test Championship, New Zealand won t20 t20 final new zealand are there where india nowhere to be seen odi final england won new zealand did the thing so it's just not true i'm afraid
1: so new zealand are the best team of all time i think we've agreed best all format team of our lifetimes uh best underachievers uh i i, I hope they go and win it i think it would be a shame Well, I was going to say a shame if this team didn't win win anything, but they won the World Test Championship, didn't they? So they've won something.
0: Yeah, I'm not not too fussed if they win it or not. I think T20 cricket is is, is great like that, right? It is a complete shootout. And this is when the two elite teams go up against each other, which they will be in the final. Um, I have really fucking hope it's not Australia. um, (laughs) Because that would be an absolute travesty if they get through. Um, But yeah, so that's just the way it goes. Uh, I think
1: I had a look on Patreon if you're, if you're by the way if you're a Patreon you will answer your questions. I had a look on patreon. Uh, Girish narrated the last few overs for us um, <laughs> which was good but I don't think there were any questions there He asked about Milne uh, not Mill Mills being a, a loss for uh, England I, I think we talked about that. Uh, I, I, it's, it, you know it's huge isn't it losing a actually good death bowler and then having to bowl people who are at best average. I mean, yeah. you know, nobody in in their right mind would pick a team, recruit a team, I think, and have Jordan and Wokes as their death bowlers.
0: I'd, I'd be, yeah, be, yeah it's, just, it's just not that. But unfortunately, like if, if England were at full strength, this, we shouldn't use it as an excuse, but if you have a Jofra Archer, if you have Tamar Mills, you win this game today.
1: Well, they don't, and they lost. Uh, and yep. New Zealand were better on the day. And I think there's not really much else you can say about that. Uh, final super chat from Uh England beat. England are the best T Twenty and ODI side. Uh, New Zealand are the best Test side, and India is the best IPL side. Lol, um, which is a, a vital contribution to the cricket podcast. So thank you for for that, Mossin. Um, uh, but um, and a, a, probably a good way to end the show. Ross, is there anything else we need to mention or any messages that we should put out there?
0: No, there's like 300 people watching this right now. So thank you ever so much for tuning in and enjoying us uh, kind of holding back the tears as no doubt some Aussies are probably <laughs> watching right now. Um, we hope Pakistan win tomorrow. There's no, we'll be cheering those on. I'll be back with Dan Western tomorrow evening with that. Um, if you uh, like this video, then like it and subscribe to our channel and follow us at Pod on Twitter and Instagram.
1: Um, have you, before, last thing we, before we wrap up, you said Pakistan were going to win tomorrow in our, our little preview of these matches. No reason to change your mind.
0: No reason whatsoever. I think um, I think Australia will probably pick the same boring team. They'll play the same boring attritional T Twenty cricket unless Dave unless Dave is going to come up against a good bowling lineup here, and I think he's not going to he's going to show that he's not actually back. So not good enough.
1: Cool. all right. Um, yeah. Thank you very much for in enjoying the podcast. Bye bye. Sports
0: Social Podcast Network.